True to Green. You might know me from things like Battlefire, Crumbling Jail, and Telegram. Welcome to the Intruder Green Podcast. Coronavirus. Hey guys, it's uh, so close to St. Patrick's Day, they should have named it something more Irish sounding, probably. Alright, that's a joke for uh, Kyle Kinane, because he don't like it when people make jokes about coronavirus. Sounded like beer, um, but yeah, it's a crazy time we're living in. It's been crazy for a long time now, and it's still, you know... Once you think something's going to like clear up and things are going to get a little less crazy, uh, you find out we're in this timeline now that like everything just stays crazy all the time. We got this like, uh, what do they call it? A pan-America-demic or something. It's more than America though, so I don't think that counts. It's like a pandemic. That's the word. All right. Uh, Yeah, I hope that everybody listening is safe and uh, not dying from the coronavirus. Although I hear that it only it's like it's kind of like the flu. It's like a real bad flu. And obviously they don't got a cure for it. But like most people, when they get the flu, you can just like, you know, survive it. And apparently you can do that with coronavirus, too. So maybe people are overreacting a little bit. But at the same time, I get it. Like, once it breaks out, you want to stop it from spreading too much. Uh, So it's important to do some stuff about it. But maybe, like, uh, I don't know. You guys think we're, like, overreacting to stuff? Like, uh, are you stocking up on toilet paper and everything? Um, Also, why toilet paper? Why is that so important? Like, because you want to poop a lot and you got to wipe your butt? I mean, I do that too. But how is that the most important thing? Like, uh, I could see it like you can't go outside, so uh, you want to stock up on, you know, fucking canned goods and all that stuff. Like, uh, if you were in nuclear fallout or whatever, and you just got to play that tight video game all the time and learn how to survive. I think that's a good plan. Uh, I would like to play more video games, so it sounds good to me. But, um, yeah, I don't know. If you're if you're stuck in, inside, like... Uh, you, you got those, you got, you got a bunch of toilet paper. What are you going to do with that? Like, uh, you got to eat food to make poop. So, uh, maybe stock up more on food and less toilet paper. You could probably like, uh, you know, just use a rag if you run out of toilet paper and like wash it. I'm not, I know that sounds gross, but it's like, why not? I mean, it makes sense, right? And then you don't got to be hoarding shit and fucking making it so other people can't get it. And maybe uh, you just, like, live normally and see what happens. Uh, But, yeah, I I think uh, this is... I definitely did no research on this. So, uh, you know, like everything I say, take it with a grain of salt. But uh, I believe that this coronavirus thing is really only... uh, You know, you're not going to die from it if you're, like, a 25-year-old alcoholic. uh, Like most 25-year-olds are. I don't mean to single you guys out because... uh, you know, like, you're in your 20s, you like to fuck a party, you drink a lot, and uh, that kills off a lot of germs, plus, uh, you know, I feel like that's why uh, uh, you, you don't get a whole lot of STDs and stuff until you're probably in your 30s or 40s and 50s, because you're just full of booze, and you're partying, and like, doing sex stuff, and, uh, you know, you don't have any worries, you just don't worry about stuff, and then nothing ever happens, all right, that sounds like a good way to go, all right, but yeah, but seriously, uh, you know, I feel bad for my friends, uh, you know, I just did a podcast with Bad Cop, Bad Cop, that'll come out later, because they talk about some uh, time-sensitive things on it, 
and uh, don't want to. I don't want to let the cat out of the bag about some things that they got in the in the works uh, too soon. So uh, that'll come out later. Uh, but they during uh, when we were talking to them because uh, they were in town. They're on tour in Europe. And uh, they got some uh, Italian dates cancel on them because of uh, the coronavirus. I guess that Italy is big. Uh, is, they're, they're not doing well with the whole thing. And uh, it kind of makes sense because it's like a big touristy place. So it's like a lot of people coming in and out of there uh, internationally and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, that's a bummer for them because it's like apparently you go to Italy and then you can't even go there without having to be quarantined after. So then you miss more time on the road. So you got to like... Not only did they get those shows canceled, they got to like route around it and not even drive through Canada. So that's like a major fucking pain in the ass. I guess it'd be worse if they actually got sick, though, because even if you didn't die from coronavirus, uh, you know, just getting it while on tour or anytime was still fucking suck. Uh, so, yeah, I, you know, people got to be safe. Do your thing and uh, be safe out there. Uh, you know. I feel like if you just keep living, you'll probably be fine. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the future here. I hope, you know, we got these Mass Intruder tour dates coming up in May. And uh, a couple in April uh, in Colorado, which I feel like Colorado's probably fine. Because they got all that weed. And they're in the, rock, in the in, up in the mountains. So they don't got no coronavirus there, probably. It's probably fine. Uh, but yeah, those those May dates, um, hey, you know, I, I hope it works out. <laughs> You know, like uh, I haven't heard of anything in America getting canceled yet. Well, except for like those big festivals. I think they canceled like South by Southwest. I hope those uh, May dates work out. I'm looking forward to it. Get back on the road and uh, being with our buddies Less Than Jake and Lagwagon. If you want to get tickets to those shows, uh, you can probably hit us up on our website or uh, like any of the ticket links we're sharing on the social medias and stuff. You know how to find that stuff. I ain't got to tell you guys. You listen to a fucking podcast. I figure if you could pull that off, you can figure out how to find tickets online. You know? Uh, but yeah, it's going to be all over the East Coast and Canada and stuff. So that's going to be lots of fun. Um, but yeah, on the show today, we got uh, my good buddy and our uh, last, my most recent tour manager... Uh, last time we were in Europe, he was with us, uh, Tom McGeehan. Uh, he's a real cool dude. Um, he, I met him, well, we talk about it on the podcast, so I won't get into it, how we met and everything, but uh, we had a real good time hanging out at the Bad Cop, Bad Cop show when they were in town, and uh, yeah, you know, like, uh, what a great guy. Uh, love hanging out with him, and uh, you know, he, 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 it was a lot of fun touring with him, and I hope we could do it again sometime. The producers of the Intruder Green Podcast are Luke Ellis, Heather Royston, Gem City Sabrina, Vaughn Cotton, Sarah Koenig, Chelsea McNally, Cardboard Box Colony, and Carlos Hernandez. If you want to become a producer of the Intruder Green Podcast, you can hit up my Patreon, uh, just patreon.com slash intrudergreen. Uh, you can just give me a buck a month or like $100 million a month if you feel like it. I mean... Uh, that's a lot, though. I don't know. I might have, like, weird tax shit going on with that. But then again, you know, like, fucking Donald Trump's all like, hey, uh, not paying taxes doesn't make me bad. It makes me smart or some shit like that. So, like, maybe that's me, too. All right. We'll see what happens. I mean, yeah, that would be a good problem to have, right? Um, but, yeah, there's all sorts of tiers on there you can set up. And uh, I welcome you. 
anyway, you can also hit me up on the Twitter and the social medias like that, Facebook and whatnot. Uh, it's all adding true to green. You know me on there. I'm always like doing a little bit of stuff. I probably should get more on it. And because uh, now that the podcast is heating up again, I want to let you guys know about it and share all sorts of stupid pictures and stuff, Um, especially of me like throwing my leg up in the air. Because sometimes those photographers at our shows do a real good job capturing that. The Intruder Green call-in line is plus 1608-535-9608 if you want to leave me a message and I will be sure to uh, address whatever uh, topic you bring up on a podcast. It's always a lot of fun when people do that. It doesn't happen that often, but I encourage you guys to do it. You don't have to give your name or nothing, but it's a lot of fun. So anyway, guys, uh, watch out for the fucking viruses and shit out there. There's all sorts of stuff in the world that can kill you um, or like even worse, probably like make you uh, a cripple for the rest of your life. Oh, that sucks. Uh, I hope it don't happen to you, and I hope it don't happen to me. And uh, without further ado, I'm on the show. Hello, this is a prepaid collect call from... Intruder Green. An inmate at the Neural Correctional Institution. This call is subject to recording and monitoring. To accept charges, press 1. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom McGeehan on the True Degree Podcast. All right. Hey, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's been a while since, well, it's actually only been like uh, 12 hours or so since we last saw each other. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give the background that why we're connected is because you, uh, you tour managed us on our last European tour. Yeah. And it was a real good time. Tried my best. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least someone was trying their best. I'll tell you what. <laughs> all right. Well, like keeping fucking four rowdy criminals and a cop all together in the same van with no one killing each other every two minutes yeah. was a fucking challenge in and of itself. But That's yeah, right. It was great. Great time. Yeah, it was great. And now it's coming. I don't know if, if you could call it full circle or what, but it's like uh, we basically met before when you were on the same tour you're doing now yeah. with Bad yeah. Cop, Bad Cop. Exactly. So for everyone listening, we are in, um, fuck, how do you say it in German? Work, work spy. Work or spy. Or work two, I don't know. Work two, fuck yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're in the car park where me and Intruder Green actually met for the very first time. Um, That's true. After it was another right Bad Cop show. Um, and managed to figure out schedules and figure out that we could actually work together on that tour, which was fucking great. So yeah, full circle. All that's true. Back. That's where, like where we figured it out because yeah, yeah. we were like, shit, we got this tour coming and yeah. we fucked up and didn't get a tour manager. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're so. dummies. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. But yeah, we, it, was, it turned out great and we've been good friends since then. Mm. And, uh, yeah, like I said, I don't know what the fuck to ask you other than, uh, how you doing? Yeah. And uh, what's new? And sure. how's the tour going? It just started, so there's yeah. it's going short. So it's all it's all fresh. Well, I mean, the 
The tour, so the tour that we're, uh, I'm currently on is with Bad Cop, Bad Cop. Um, so we're out on for the next three weeks. We just done two shows in the UK, which were incredible. Yeah. Uh, we actually played the same place, the New Cross Inn. Um, the New Cross the, Inn. Yeah, oh, yeah. In, the place uh, that we stayed above the venue in the hostel. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking of a different spot. I was thinking of fucking, uh, yeah, that other place. <laughs> you know, that place. Yeah, that other that place. place in Europe and the UK and stuff. <laughs> well, uh, so New Cross Inn is... Uh, it's, I recognize that name. It's What's, for sure. What town was it in? It's in London. It's oh. in it's in the town of New Cross, but it is when you walk in, it's all windows, the left hand side. Uh, there was a cocktail bar downstairs. We all got fucking super loose. Yeah, it sounds like us. Yes, yeah, and it was us. Yeah, um, and it's one of the rare places that a TM and the, if the TM <laughs> is the driver doesn't have to drive anywhere. Oh yeah. So within, those are always the fun nights. Yeah, and within you know by the time soundcheck had finished, I'd already had four pints of Guinness. All right. Was warmed up, um, but yeah. So those two shows were amazing. We also played in Fighting Cox. Um, it was great. Yep. Um, Good old Fighting Cox. Yep. Yeah, I love them when I'm fighting. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, and now we've got like another three weeks in mainland Europe, avoiding fucking coronavirus. Oh yeah. That's the already, thing to talk about. Yeah, big time. Well, we've already, so we've already had one show canceled. Yeah, that's crazy. In Italy. Um, I mean, it's not crazy. It makes sense, but it's, it's yeah. fucking sucks. It's it sucks. It fucking absolutely sucks. I mean, because we are maybe the nature of DIY kind of punk music is that we we're not adverse to figuring shit out on the fly. Yeah. But fucking life threatening disease is something that's how really I, that's how I want to wrap your brain around. I mean, people yeah. been trying to, you know, we got all these scientists working on this stuff. They can't even fucking figure it out. So. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. you know what I mean, if we can avoid fucking having a stressful time, we will. So you know, not doing shit like that kind of comes under that you know yeah so what um, do you do you got you got a fucking show in the middle and you guys were gonna go back to lake como or whatever it is and yeah and stay with them see our buddies. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so big the fucking biggest shout out possible to grano zero yeah in, i love those como. guys great restaurant fucking if you incredible. ever get through there stop by and don't be a dick yeah <laughs> don't be a dick ever to those dudes because they're just the warmest, kindest people. Even though I'm pretty sure they are fucking mafiosos, but we'll just not. Hey, you know, fall all right. But uh, yeah, so we had two days in Como that aren't going to happen, um, which is now replaced with one day in Prague and one day maybe with um, Spam um, mm-hmm. in Austria, wherever that is. <laughs> Austria, shit. wherever Actually, that is. <laughs> yeah, but with like. <laughs> what do you within mean? Austria, there's somewhere. oh, we're in somewhere in Austria in, in Linz. Yeah, in Linz. That's where the Linz. Yeah, huh. Linz. I don't think I've ever been there. Yeah, usually we just go to Vienna or some shit. Yeah, but we're doing that too. We're yeah. playing in there. Except for when the van breaks down and we're stuck in the middle of nowhere in Austria. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. That was uh, so on the last tour that I was with with Intruder Green, we broke down in the fucking middle am i allowed to swear on this by the way of course yeah fuck okay so we <laughs> broke down in the dick end of nowhere of austria <laughs> uh you especially get to swear because you, you, you're Irish. real creative with it yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't you swear yeah. like different people part of our repertoire yeah that's right um so yeah we're in the absolute middle of nowhere we break down and we've we called our hire company nomads of prague um also beautiful people to work with yeah um i had to get a hotel for night got a second van that came out um so we all got super wasted me and jackson got weird in a play park so uh that was <laughs> in a play park <laughs> yeah we were using oh, like we were yeah. like bullied some kids off the swings and shit oh and really like, <laughs> yeah i don't think i even knew about that <laughs> i don't think you did no. yeah, that's um, pretty good it was, it was great it was a great time to be around so yeah yeah man fucking like 
kind of going across the same ground that we did, um, just committing a lot less crime, which kind of you know makes a lot of sense, I guess. Yeah, uh, you know, you got they're all bad cops, right? I mean, yeah. Officer Bradford is a pretty bad cop. Yeah, he's not so good at his job. Oh, he's but, really bad at his job. Yeah. <laughs> if he followed his job title, he's failing miserably. Right. But fuck me, is he a good time? So. Oh that's, yeah, that's that's probably true. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but you know, if he was following his job, then uh, would really be it would really suck to be in his band. So. Yeah. Well, it'd be it would be the immediate end of the band. So. You can't, probably yeah. pretty much, you yeah. know, like because we can't live without crime, and uh, we wouldn't be able to get away with any crimes while we're on tour. So tour would just suck. Yeah. So we wouldn't do it anymore. And tour does sometimes fucking suck oh, anyway. Oh, yeah. So, you know, if you can't commit a bit of a crime on the side, especially for you guys, I, I can't see the real point of it, you know? Yeah, allegedly. I mean, the shows are okay, yeah. you know? But, fuck, <laughs> that's the secondary, secondary that's right. means, you know? Yeah. Love you, fans. <laughs> we love you all. And uh, we'll look forward to playing more shows again soon. Um yeah that's good yeah for sure um yeah but it's great to be back with you guys in leipzig yeah and of course uh i don't know how long are you guys out for uh we're out for in total about three weeks three weeks all right yeah. that's not bad that's 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 okay i mean everyone like you know it's the classic well for me anyway i yeah. have a 15 day like energy pack that I'll get through 15 days and it's fine. Oh. And then 16th day, I'm like, everyone get the fuck out of I my I thought side. you were talking like a, uh, like, like a, yeah, like a energy battery. pack, like something you buy at the store. Or no, no, no. I'm talking about my internal batteries. It lasts you, know? you 15 yeah. days or something. <laughs> no. All no, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's like, uh, you know, physical health and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and also like, you know, because we're, this, actually, Bad Cop are one of the healthiest bands I tour with. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. They eat, they eat pretty good. Um, we try and fucking, you know, get sleep ahead of partying too much. Yeah. Uh, That's a good idea. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, don't do that too much. No, not so much. But, you know, you can't... It's Every band has their own kind of mentality that comes with it, you know? Yeah. I will say that it's, it's a lot easier to do that in Europe than it is in the States. It's hard to do it in Europe because you're like, hey, I'm in fucking Europe. Let's party way harder than we do in the States. Not that we don't party in the States, too. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it's just the same every time. It's like, <laughs> hey, we're on tour. We're in the it's States. Where are we? I don't know. Bumfuck Nebraska. Well, <laughs> there's only one thing to do now. Drink a faces off. <laughs> <laughs> or it's yeah, like, right. hey, we're tour, we're on tour. Where are we? Fucking, I don't know, Paris. Yeah. Right. Well, this is the, one of the coolest cities I've ever been to. Let's get fucking wasted. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, there is. I think there is a theme coming across that wherever you start with, you always end with let's get wasted. That's but, true. You know, which is totally fine. And I mean, you know, I've been very lucky to work with bands on most of that spectrum of you yeah. know straight edge vegans to fucking old age retro bits. Yeah. So I mean. <laughs> every every tour has its fucking nuance, you know. Hell yeah. yeah. It's punk rock, it's cool. There we go. That's He's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of which, so how did you uh how did you get into this line of work? Um so I kind of well, so I started going to see a lot of live music concerts in Belfast, where I'm originally from. Oh yeah. Which is I mean Belfast is very famous for its kind of political punk background, like you know, stuff with fingers and oh, yeah. like bands from other parts of the uh, parts of the region that Always had a certain agenda because we had a lot to fucking shout and scream about. Mm -hmm. um, so because of that, I, I met a few small kind of punk bands at the start. And the main one was a band called Axis Of. Axis uh, Of. Axis Of, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, fucking best band ever. 
Yeah. To come out of Ireland. Nice. There we that's, go. That's, that's saying record. a lot. It's on record, yeah. Wasn't Thin so, Lizzy from there? They were there from Dublin, though. Yeah. Oh, shit. They, I think they had one guy from the north. I should know that, but fuck, whatever. <laughs> Don't hate on me. They're pretty great, too. Yeah, in incredible. But yeah, so I mean, I, I started touring with Axis of when I was younger. They got me, they absolutely changed my world, that band. You know, they, they you know, I've been vegetarian since I toured with them. That oh, yeah. In fuck in two thousand nine, two thousand ten, um, oh, yeah. got me into, got me into all, into all the bands that I take inspiration from now. You know, like Propaganda and fucking all that kind of level oh, yeah. of punk. And then you know that just, I feel like maybe this is the same for you, but I feel like if you're, if you're in those places and in those circles, even if you're not looking essentially to make a career out of it, it just kind of happens. You know, like yeah. if you're you're rubbing shoulders with people or. You know, you see a show and you talk to someone and, you know, they're like, oh, there's this show next week that I'm playing if you want to come. And things kind of have this, like, yeah, like, you know, grassroots. You kind of be got, you kind of became part of the scene. Yeah. Like, I mean, at the same like, time. Without trying to, but like, it just happens. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I think I counted myself quite lucky that I met the best people yeah. out of all of that scene back home, all within a year or two of each other. Mm -hmm. Um you know, there's another a big a band that essentially started that whole scene for me is a band called Insoi Watch You From Afar. Okay. Um, they, you know, engineered engineered this whole atmosphere of, you know, just take it. If you want to take it and make something, just do it and don't fucking find an excuse, you know? Yeah, right. Um, yeah, yeah. So they play shows all the time, tour all the don't time. Try. Do fundraisers. Yeah, just That's make old, it, you know? Old Bukowski saying, right? Yeah, like, yeah. don't try, just do it. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, they, also <laughs> they started it. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yoda, they, uh, Yoda and they shit. started like they they gave they gifted this fucking personality in this atmosphere yeah. that people then felt that they could be a part of and make music in, um, and that's that it just kind of came from there. And then I moved I moved to mainland Europe and bumped into a lot of people that I met through those early days of Turin, who I'm still with in contact with now. So I managed a place in Paris called the Gibus. Yeah, um, it's great. You know, all, like it's a it's an old old fucking venue. It's got a low ceiling. The sound's complicated. It stinks of piss. It's fucking intense <laughs> as fuck. But if you can come in and have no ego and play a show, what? I can guarantee it'll be one of your best shows of tour. So, like, what what size is it? Well, like, what's the kit? Um, there's well, we have three. I mean, it starts at you know around two twenty, and then it can like go three up different to stages, or all the same stage, but we cut the room. Oh, cool. So it's like two twenty, three fifty, six fifty. Yeah, there's a venue here that does that. It's, it's yeah, a cool it's way to smart go because it. it means that we can you know if there's. A thing that I love doing is that if you have three big bands on a bill, like for example when Propaganda played, it yeah. was the support was Iron Sheik. Um, fuck, it was another really good band as well. Ah, oh, shit. Anyway, but we were able to have the support band play in a full room and then open the curtain, and mm -hmm. then the middle band played at like another full room, and then the headliner opened all the way through. Holy shit! They did it like they opened up the yeah, room. Yeah, well, it's just we, we cut in it in the same show. Yeah, we open it gradually when, as, as the room fills out you know because yeah. at the start say if there's only 200 people and it's over yeah. 600 capacity they're opening bands like fuck i can see all the way through there they're right there, right you know it's always i've definitely been there before yeah for sure and the thing is that the, the opening bands really appreciate it because like fuck this felt like a far bigger show and yeah you know we don't feel like a discrepancy of the like where we're on the bill you know yeah it's it's really important so that's a super cool way to do yeah it. exactly i was thinking like there's there's a venue here i don't think they do that they just do it like if they have a they can they can have a smaller show where the headliner is smaller yeah and then they just have it, the capacity smaller for that show mm. but they don't like actually space it out based sure. on like the 
you know opening band playing or whatever yeah that's a that's a real cool way to do it yeah yeah makes a lot of sense yeah so and then that's kind of again just be part and being part of that world is how i, I started getting friendly with bad cop that led me to master Trader. you know so it's all everything so, kind of comes from the same base yeah so they like played at your club and that's how you met them or what um no i met them because they were playing at download you know download festival in the uk i heard of it yeah, yeah so they had a year of that in paris mm -hmm. um that um bad cop were playing in one of the stages and um a friend of mine manu who works with you know bigger bands like kind of no effects and oh, yeah. all the big fat rec bands he um he's like i need some help with you know looking after the bands mm -hmm. he's like if you can help out with you know bad cop you know help them load up their shit and you know get them some waters and stuff um because their tm ben who you know you met ben davis right oh yeah for sure lovely lovely up, lovely ben? man lovely yeah. man um who's also in a fucking amazing band called spoilers oh yeah the coolest bands in the uk at the minute um <laughs> dan by the way the guy in that band could go fuck himself but everyone else is great anyway, <laughs> all right so anyway so i was kind of helping out them and i met ben and ben was like look dude next to her maybe there could be a way of you kind of collaborating with this project and that's where that came from you know oh hell yeah yeah but that was the day that um me and uh one of my my co-worker florian from the jibus um we got there like like insanely early in the morning like back up showed up to the festival at, like maybe half seven or eight o'clock in the morning yeah they're they playing at yeah. midday um and we were like okay we shouldn't drink early should we sh well i mean it's fucking breakfast time so we're like that's well right. let's wait for a little bit um, that's when you got to drink like uh you know vodka grapefruit or yeah yeah or like fucking um Irish coffee and oranges. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah we just call it coffee but whatever. Yeah. Um, so we uh <laughs> we get to like midday the girls get on stage um and in the artist area of, of download anyone who's kind of been to these big festivals as part of crew or an artist you, i mean the facilities are incredible so you have amazing oh, yeah. catering you've got really nice backstage spas haircuts fucking everything but in the kind of artist area there was a beer tap oh um, yeah so i go in and i'm like is that can we have a beer from that and the security guy was like well yeah and it's free and you serve yourself but i mean you know it's kind of meant to be for everybody i was like yeah yeah no worries so i had to <laughs> four cups yeah per arm <laughs> fill yeah. up eight little half Good pints man. bring That's them right. to the backup stage and me and my colleague then just went on this merry trail of fuckery you know <laughs> so we drank all day i ended up getting shouted at because i sat in marlon manson's throne backstage oh shit yeah on his stage riser i was sitting in it in a like a sweat like a fucking sweaty ass irishman in the middle of summer in paris during a heat wave all right fucking sitting in his chair <laughs> and that's why you don't work for marilyn Manson. right yeah exactly <laughs> so uh yeah so it's been a, it's been a fucking ride ever since yeah sounds great yeah man Thanks for listening to the Intruder Green Podcast. By now, you probably heard about our sponsor, Stupid Rad Merch Company. And if you haven't, then listen up, because I got to tell you, Stupid Rad Merch Company is a great web store with a bunch of your favorite bands at stupidradmerch.com. And if you're in a band and need some work done, they can get you totally covered for a modest price and super quick turnaround time. But don't just take it from me. Here's what the ladies from Bad Cop, Bad Cop had to say about it. Yeah, you know. Great ideas. It's always pushing, always moving. Simeon is delightful to work with. He's yeah. very responsive and professional. and It's the quality of the shirts. I like them. Yeah, high quality. High very, quality. Very well done. Very well done on the ink. It, it really feels is. like a family again. Yeah. It feels like it's, it's a place where you can, you can trust what's happening. And don't forget to use the code PRISON at checkout and get a 50% discount on all stupid red branded apparel that's p-r-i-s-o-n i think i don't really know how to spell but those are the letters they told me to say 
StupidRadMerch.com. StupidRadMerch.com. Guitar players, I bet you thought you were shit out of luck when it comes to finding your dream guitar or amp. You know, you go on some auction site or something and it's all crap. Well, that's because you're not looking in the right place. Yeah, man's vintage and used guitars is exactly what you're looking for. Now, I know what you're thinking. Aren't they located in Switzerland? Yeah, man, they are. Burn Switzerland, to be exact. But you can check out all the super tight finds at Yeah Man Guitars on their website, yeahmansguitars.com. If you've got something specific you're looking for and need some help finding it, just hit up Yeah Man's Guitars on the electronic mail. That's email. That's right. It's the internet. You got It's like the future. You got the internet with email and websites. It's amazing. It's uh, yeahmansguitars at gmail.com. Get in touch. And uh, while you're at it, get your band a tour in Europe and stop by the shop. Michael and the rest of the crew would love to meet you. And you could tell them Green sent you. Yeah, man's vintage and used guitars. And so then what, uh, you know, it's like we're going in reverse, mm-hmm. like falling in reverse. Mm-hmm. Just kidding, not that band. Yeah. Um, but uh, so what, uh, why'd you go to Paris? Like what, what spurred you on to that? Um, well, my, my kind of like interaction with France in general is that <clears throat> when I was living in Liverpool, yeah. uh, I met my ex-girlfriend, who was French. So oh, we, yeah. we went to, we went traveling a lot. We went to Palestine. She actually came on tour with us. Wow. Um, in Europe for Palestine. For, That's a crazy yeah, place to that go. That was fucking airtight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a great time. That was a great time to go with the background of punk music and you know having propaganda in your ears. And oh you go, yeah, and you go to Palestine for sure. You get pretty pretty righty. <laughs> um, so we done that, and we moved to Lyon, and then we went to South America for nine months, and then then we we moved to Paris, and you know Paris like it's it's a city that it can eat you up and shit you out in the tiny little croissants, or you can fucking <laughs> just kind of run at it and not stop until you make your life out of it wait uh, you, you could it shits you out into tiny little croissants <laughs> yeah it's like, like you know, butt. well it's like a niche like speciality you know yeah it's like a fill-in yeah, that's right so they have like these little assembly lines with like people that hold them open <laughs> they clasp open the croissant with their hands much akin to someone who clasps open an asshole as you're yeah shitting. that's right line it up and then you fucking there you go there so, you go all right yeah all right so i mean i've been i've been very fortuitous i've met great people again i met good people and uh made a little niche for myself there and yeah i think it's probably gonna be the long term hell yeah yeah i mean you've already been there for what fucking five years now yeah that's yeah. pretty long term already yeah you know? yeah and the, yeah in the scheme of being there for wanting to be there for maybe a year and a half two years maximum i'm in the long term now so yeah so i have to see you yeah. and it's great to hear you speak french because you still got that a- accent it gets you going right and it yeah totally <laughs> yeah. all right yeah. yeah it's good yeah i could i could tell <laughs> <laughs> that's right big time oh yeah well like i said no no plan questions on this fucking podcast <laughs> yeah um where we at oh we're doing good actually hmm. uh well then what's next like you got this tour going and like it's we're yeah. at the beginning of the year you know we're in fucking yeah. we just turned into march yeah so uh like what's 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 next after this well i mean I, i'm trying to i kind of i do a lot of things on the side outside of touring so obviously i manage the place in paris the Jibus. um yep. what I'm, is by the way like do you do you want to like are you trying to become do more of this or like mm. uh you know, you're two managed us. Yeah. You're driving the bad cops. Yeah. 
And uh, like, yeah, mm. what's what's your dream come true? My dream come true, fuck. My dream come true would be um, there's two there's two bands left that I would love to tour with. Yeah. Um, and then once I feel like if I've done those two bands, then I can maybe be happy to just not have to push myself to try and find anyone else. Yeah. One would be and so I watch you from afar. That band from from back home. Um, and the other would be Propaganda, you know, it's those two kind of like source inspiration bands, you know. Oh, for sure. So, I mean, like the thing is, you know, the t touring, because I have, you know, I have so many different jobs in Paris, like I'm a photographer, I fix old oh, yeah, bikes, I've and, seen you know, that. Yeah. so, you know, there's a lot of different things that I try and keep myself busy with. Touring is one that I have to try and like, you know, put all them on hold to tour. And then go back and then like you know try and hope that they're not too pissed at me that i've left for a long time yeah i know how that goes yeah so i mean juggling so many of that type those types of things at the same time means that when i tour i only like firstly touring with people and bands that i actually really like yeah um because you know i obviously have a lot of friends in this type of industry as i'm sure you do who work with bands sometimes just because it's a fucking money income and it's like you got to take a box to work with this artist just so it's like a push of your experience you know whereas yeah. for me i only do it for the love of it yeah um, all right because i don't see the point outside of that because <laughs> i don't want it to be my full-time career so i wouldn't sure like, that's that. i guess that's what i was getting at are you yeah. trying to do this full-time or like mm. you know do you want to fucking like just keep managing a club and maybe that becomes a full-time thing someday or what um yeah i mean maybe, like you know that's that's i haven't seen that experience of doing that in Shibus. it's it's really fun because you know like when we're on tour and you know yeah. you go from city to city and you drive and you see new experiences your brain is constantly getting inspiration and it's getting fed a lot so it's great yeah. when you're in one city and the bands are coming to you and you're not moving with them right sometimes you feel a bit agitated but at the same time you kind of get to be the person that you would want to meet in the venue you know for sure so it's like you know a sliding door opens and you everyone gets out and everyone smells of farts and old beer and yeah. you, you know you can tell one of them's too hungover to want to give a fuck and the other ones have all drank too much coffee and have way too much energy <laughs> yeah. so you know because you've been that other end of things you know how to kind of like kind of come to everyone's kind of level and help them have a good day yeah which i love to do and that's that is a genuine pleasure and you know seeing bands that i love is in the place that I work in is great. Hell yeah. Um, <clears throat> which we should get Mass and Trader to come by the, the next time. Yeah, I would love to. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, we always end up playing on a boat whenever we're in Paris. <laughs> yeah. Which, I, I gotta say, I fucking love being here yeah, on a boat. Yeah, so. yeah. And to be fair, that boat, Le Petit Bain, is Yeah, is that place is great. Too. Yeah. Is that? Oh, yeah. What's the other one, though, that's more like a boat boat? A boat boat? Why? What's what's not no, a boat maybe boat? maybe it is the Le, Le Petit Bain. <laughs> so there's Le Petit Bain, and you might have played a place... Um, uh, fuck, what There's two ones? boats we played on in in Paris, but I think yeah. the last time we were there, the other one was like closed or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The because the other one's fucking... more like it, oh, it, it's I can't smaller. What you call it. Uh, I don't know. It's like red. Oh, the bateau phare. Ah, yeah, yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's another. That boat is was used to be like used to be right next door. Yeah. To the Petit Bain. Um. But yeah, fuck playing on boats. Come and play in my fucking place. <laughs> we will. Jesus I'm sure Christ, we will. Man. Fucking hell. Yeah. Just pay us lots of money. Well, that's up to money. <laughs> Fucking again, second shot out of the money. Get that shit together, that's my right. friend. <laughs> Double that fee. Fucking A. <laughs> Definitely chose punk rock for the money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no money in this fucking game, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Big time. I chose punk rock in the 90s when there was tons of money. Yeah. And then, yeah. And now it's all gone. And now it's way later than that that people actually give a shit about my band. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, at least people still give a shit, though. I mean, that's the thing. Like from seeing they you sure guys. Do. Yeah, I like. I feel like you guys and Bad Cop have a, quite a similar fan base. Yeah. Of people being kind of aware of what the band is about and being into it, and you know, being pretty loyal to the to what you guys are about. You know. Yeah. I mean, that's you know, like that's just fucking. I think punk rock. When uh, even though it's not the the golden age of the nineties no more, it's still like you got punk rock is fucking care because like mm. you know like uh i'll be honest we've gotten some messages about like i don't want to get too specific but like one or two of the songs we've written mm. and like people like that made a big difference to me and i'm like really yeah, yeah. you know we're like a cartoon band right <laughs> but uh y- yeah. you know like uh yeah people get stoked and like mm. uh, i guess there's you know there's 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 the music Mm. And like, there's lots of fucking genres where the, the lyrics or like a specific artist could probably sure. be like real important to people. But mm. you got the whole scene behind it too. Yeah. And uh, to me, that's what always was like intriguing and made me like want to get more into it for sure. But and like, I mean, sucked this is me like, in and kept me there. You know, a hundred percent. Like that's this is the thing. You know, like I was saying to you at the very start in in Belfast, that scene. You know, yeah. the fact of feeling like you were kind of coming into a community that you felt really tight with you know yeah uh, like again uh, like as an example of that on the the 28th i don't know if any of your listeners are in ireland or the uk around this time but well they the, will the, be the, once you yeah. we put your name out there yeah. everybody's well, gonna be like that motherfucker <laughs> or dark i can't do it i'm gonna <laughs> do what, i can't do a do, fucking don't, irish don't answer. do it don't do it <laughs> but um so on the 28th of march just so as an example, this whole idea of like a scene in the community that yeah. comes with the band, um, all of the greatest kind of acts at the minute in the north of Ireland are playing a festival called OK. Uh-huh. Um, and the whole basis, the whole premise behind that is we all lost a very dear friend around Christmas time um, to suicide, very sadly. Uh, yeah. But <clears throat> the idea of all these people getting in a room together mm-hmm. and being like, is everyone okay? Like just that idea of fucking sure. It's two letters and a and a fucking question mark and it, yeah. it can really help people and, and can take a lot of like solace from shit, you know, that comes from that, you know. Yeah. And that's just such a punk rock thing. Exactly. Like that's exactly and that's what I love, you know. I can't think of another example of something like that, but I swear yeah. to God there are ones. No, I can. They you know, uh in 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 Madison, Wisconsin, where we've hidden out before, mm-hmm. uh this guy would like uh his basically this guy's kid was a uh, like he wanted to be in punk bands and stuff mm. when he was younger and he died he got some disease or something and so now his uh, dad like every year I mean that's fucking tragic as hell yeah. but every year his dad has basically has a festival for his kid no and uh, they do a big raffle and everything and he mm. just uses the money to go towards uh, you know whatever uh, whatever the disease was that he died from um, but you know yeah it's like uh, punk rock that's such a big thing it's, yeah. It's, yeah of course People always want to like look at shit that's fucked up with pe- mm. pe- people's lives and stuff, yeah. and uh, try to use it, use the genre, use the music and the scene and everything to make it better. Yeah, and that could be like you know, like death and fucking depression and stuff, or it could mm. be like political stuff. Sure. And uh, sometimes fucking punk rockers don't give a shit about politics. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, and that's that's fun too, you know. Exactly. I like and the the. The, the fact that you can kind of like, you know, I I, tend, I have this argument with people sometimes about like, what does it mean to be 
what does it mean to be punk or what is you know like for me it's not always attributed directly to music yeah it can be you know oh for sure like Greta Thunberg is punk as fuck for a lot of things in my brain or right. you know like it's a lot of aspects of what you look of hey how shout you, out you to Greta Thunberg yeah yeah like she we share this fucking, fucking podcast come to a show. She's, <laughs> yeah. yeah or come on a podcast yeah, you know right? like if you fuck know anybody <laughs> anybody out there can hook it up I would love to talk to her um yeah, but, but you know what I mean. It's it's yeah. all it's all in the same. Vein it's like of the like, spirit. Like yeah, you yeah. could say, like that that person is totally punk. Yeah. And, like they might not even give a shit about punk rock. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the idea you get. Like, oh yeah, yeah that's punk as fuck. <laughs> yeah. All right. Exactly. That's why we're all here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um. Mm. Yeah. So, crime stories. Crime stories. You got any, or do you got uh, any other uh, stories that you were aching to tell? Um, well, I mean, you have put crime as the theme to it. I'm trying to think, like, the, um, okay, well, one little crime, crime story which relates to touring, so it makes a lot of sense. All right. Um, the first European tour This is I all alleged, wanna, too. This is, alleged. No, oh, yeah, of course, of course. You unless can, you, you can't unless, the, the, the last one I had, uh, uh, Valerie Knox, she, she told the story, but she admitted that she got arrested in the oh, story. Fuck. So she's like, yeah, yeah, no, I did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all true. Yeah. Um, well, ours is maybe not quite whatever she was arrested for. No one got arrested for what we were doing. But basically, we were our first European tour with that band Axis Of that I was telling you yeah. about. So it's the, we're four, the four of us in total. Um, well, lights got out. Yeah, we got the um, mood so lighting going on. Four, here. There's four of us. Oh shit! I should um, put my pants back on. <laughs> Zip. Um, and we were touring with a French band called Crossing the Rubicon. Oh yeah. Um, so we have this old fucking <laughs> yellow uh, school bus that was converted into oh, a tour man. bus. Oh man, that's some old school stuff. Yeah, this it, nicknamed Scally Boy. Still to this day is one of the best bands I've ever driven. So we're. Driving into Paris, I think, or we were somewhere in France. Yeah. Um, and obviously, there's us, like four Irish guys, and then the other band were, were all French. Yeah. So we're coming up to the toll booth. Uh, you can see like security and fucking whatever going on. And one of the security guys, we go through the toll booth and he like waves us over. Yeah. And Sham, um, the TM for Crossing the Rubicon, sticks his head in between all the seats and he's like, do you know how heavy the van is? And I was like, I don't have a fucking clue. And he's like, okay, well, do you have any paperwork? And I was like, nope. Oh, and he's shit. like, dude, you don't, you need this. Like, this is like yeah. a legal minimum is paperwork if you're touring in a van yeah. in Europe, you know? So, yeah, they're, 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 they're serious about that stuff over here. Super serious. In the States, it's like, nobody gives a shit. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so anyway, so they, they pull us over and we, um, by this stage, they're all talking, you know, obviously Sham has nice jumped up in the front with me and they're, they're speaking in French the whole time, yeah. at the time I didn't speak any. So they pull us onto this little loading bay, they weigh the van and the cop comes over and I, I can hear, hear him getting super agitated and oh, getting shit. more and more fucking wound up. And I was like, <laughs> oh, this is bad. And Sham, yeah. who still one of my best friends ever, yeah. fucking was freaking out so much, was like tapping my leg, being like, dude, we're fucked. We're so fucked. Oh no! Like we're gonna have to get, an, we're gonna have to get two vans. We're not gonna be able to afford oh, it. Oh no! All yeah, the gear. We've got that's what the they make you do. I heard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or you don't leave. You can't leave without waiting the van. Right. So Sham is talking to this fucking cop out one window, and then another cop comes in and like walks over to my side, my driver's window. So I roll it down, 
um and he starts speaking to me in english and he's like oh hey like what are you like why are you guys in the van it's like oh we're we're actually two bands yeah um we're we're from um the north of ireland and these guys are all are all french um <clears throat> he's like oh you're you're in so what type of music and it's like i mean it's all quite aggressive kind of punk music and stuff like uh -huh. that that was a bad uh, word nah well honestly yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've since learned that to say that you play fucking like you play rock and roll free house jazz or fucking yeah. classical music yeah, yeah that's do right that. don't fucking say aggressive don't punk rock. don't don't say the p word yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly so anyway so the guy's like oh, okay 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 and he's kind of fucking you know picking through his brain of what he wants to ask next and then he's like oh so you know so there's you guys are Irish and he's like yeah yeah and he's like oh I love Ireland and he starts telling me about this time he went there as a kid with his family and oh, has yeah. this amazing memory and all this type of shit and I was like yeah keep this conversation going That's I right. want this guy in my pocket <laughs> so he keeps going and keeps going and he's like okay hold on two minutes so he goes round to the other side of the van uh -huh. takes the agitated cop with him like walks him off and they, you can see them talking with, between each other they both go into their little cabin yeah. and by this time Sham is like white as a ghost in his hand. <laughs> uh, the guy comes out the good cop yeah. which they don't exist they're all bastards but anyway he comes right. out comes over to me and he's like you've got 14 seconds but drive the fuck out of here I was like, wow okay see and we left wow and we got we got to whatever city I think we were driving into Paris and all of the French guys were like how the fuck did you get away with that? And it's like, I don't know, man. Like, sometimes this cliche of, like, the luck of the Irish. Holy it's shit. It's not just there for fucking cereal box quotes. Like, sometimes it actually does work out, you know? That's amazing. Yeah, so we got away with it. And for the rest of the tour, didn't take any weight out of the van. Just went with the same weight allowance and managed to get through it. It was great. Wow. Yeah. It's fucking great. So it was a crime that wasn't actually committed, but was kind of committed, allegedly. Yeah, I mean, um, so yeah. You, it sounds like you, you did a good con job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... Fucking good experience. Con artist. Yeah. Tom McGeehan. There you go. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, bud. All right. Well, I think uh, we're doing good on time here. Uh, so, you got anything you want to plug or uh, you um, know, let people know how they can find you in case they want to hire you for like the propaganda oh, tour? Oh, yeah. There you go. Well, yeah. Propaganda, you're listening to this. Um, <laughs> they, they have my information already. But All right. I, um, I'll shout out the Le Chouette. Um, it's a bike shop I work in in Paris. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, great working in a fucking independent industry helping to give people transport that doesn't fuck the planet um oh, yeah. shout out to jibus for sure and uh shout out to mom and dad and my sister so oh there yeah you go. that's nice keep it real that's nice there you go all right Sick. well uh let's see if the 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 band is ready to do one yeah, of these and uh yeah i better get I back need to another work. beer yeah <laughs> yeah you got a lot of work to do right now right <laughs> yeah. all right exactly and that's it for the intruder green podcast i thank tom again for being on it uh, you can hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all at Intruder Green. The Intruder Green calling line is plus 1608-535-9608. Patreon.com slash Intruder Green. The Intruder Green podcast is produced by Colin Bennett, hair and makeup by Genevieve Smith, set design by Dylan Rayma, catering Matthew Hendershot, lighting Sweet Whites, Rahway, New Jersey. Our theme song is Particles by Type Bros. They're always trying to steal me lucky charms. All right, well, cheers. For <laughs> all right, cheers. Whoop.